Canada Sportsbook. All right, everybody. We are back. Game over Toronto. And could it be that we get to finally talk about a Leafs victory? I forgot what this feels like. And against the Bruins on a Saturday night where they held a 3-1, or sorry, a 2-1 lead going into the third. The whole third. We're leading the whole game. The whole game. And and didn't choke. <laughs> it was a tight game, too. Yeah. It was a great hockey game. Like, top to bottom. Like, oh, my God, I hate the Bruins so much. Uh, everybody so, does, but they did it. It's so nice to beat them. It's so nice to beat them. <sighs> I feel like I can breathe. That just whole... checking, on, checking on the audio here. I think it looks like we're good. That whole third period was just... Uh, well, it's a good thing nothing at all hampered the win. Nothing at all. It was a pure win. <laughs> of course, I'm referring to the fact that we have no idea the status of our goaltending situation, as in we may not have enough goalies to ice. You know, it's almost like the hockey gods, you know, you ask the hockey gods, and you're like, can you, maybe one day you can not screw us over for one time. And you know what the hockey gods said? The hockey god said, you want to bet? Well, you can do it at Sports Interaction. Canada's sports book. Football season continues. The World Series is underway. And they've dropped the puck on the hockey season. Bet pregame. Live in play are one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash stpn that's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn ontario only 19 plus please play responsibly well that's the uh i think that might be the lead here uh, a great win that um leaves a lot of questions and uh if anybody in the chat is an internet sleuth and um can go ahead and check on if elliot friedman has any kind of Update, um, normally with these kinds of injuries, we probably won't know until Monday. Um, that's usually how it goes, especially with knee and ankle injuries. They have to see if it's swollen or if there's an MRI that has to be had. So at this point, it's all speculation, and we are not doctors, nor do we play one on YouTube. No, I play a hockey podcast host. Yeah, we are, yeah. We, we are, we, we are fully acting in our roles here. Uh, but one thing I got to say, let's... Let's table the goalie conversation for, I mean, well, it's, it's a hard half. We'll save Let's it. talk Let's about the win. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about the win. The win. We're, we have things to be happy about. Do you see how damaged our, we are? How damaged? Our Lord and Savior, Tony Austin Matthews, number 34, with the big two goals tonight, which, oh, that first Selly, boy, was he so excited. That, he looked more excited about that goal than his 50th, honestly. Yeah. He did. That goal was some wizardry. I don't, like, I love seeing stuff like that where it was like, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, it's in the net. That's awesome. That's okay. like, that's like, it, it looked like a be a pro rookie, like rookie, rookie difficulty level yeah. goal where he was just like, I'm just going to do he this. Just popped it, it in there. And but then, it was real life. Oh, it was so beautiful. I, I don't know if I got up more for that or the second goal. I mean, the second goal was, was unbelievable by Nylander. That was he yeah. <clears throat> dipsy doodled. He undressed the entire Bruins organization with that yeah. dangle. That pass. That pass. Oh. It was yeah. It was it was that was that was really 
awesome. And you, you know what it reminded me? It said, it, this is what it's like when the, it reminds us that these guys are they can do it. good. They can do it. These, they, they, they have the possibility. They have like, the capability. This it's is the just, magic that's possible. But, yeah. you know, can they do it not, you know, on not on a Saturday night, not when the lights are bright? Can they do it all the time? Because not, they're going to need to do that. Yeah. Can they do it more than once every 11 games? Oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And, and <laughs> right? you know, people can say all they want about, oh, well, you know, all they have to do is get up for the big games because the, once they get into the playoffs. But here's the thing. Yesterday's yeah. price is not today's price on the Atlantic Division. That Atlantic, the Atlantic Division is very good, and there's no guaranteed playoff spot. It's not, it's not like last season where it was January, and they were like, well, I guess we're just going to plan our hotel room in Tampa Bay tonight. You know, That's kind of how it is, but you need these efforts every single night. And you know, the Leafs didn't make it easy for themselves um, by dropping four games to tanking teams because now you have to win against really good teams, and you have to, you have to do it consistently, and... We're getting a lot of good teams coming right up, aren't are we not? Yeah, like again, we'll see how they play tomorrow against Carolina, right? There I mean it's another back to back, which is what, three to start the season now, I think, two or three. It's a conspiracy. That's what it is. <laughs> well, but you know, everybody's gonna have lots of back to backs, right? So it's the sport. You know, yeah, that's that's just that's just how it that's just how it works, unfortunately. So um you know, we'll see how they play tomorrow, but, you know, I feel great about tonight. The, tonight's the best game that they've played so far this season, at least in my opinion. Like, they, from top to bottom, everybody was great. Everybody was getting in the way. There was great sticks in, in all of the passing lanes and everything. They yeah. were forechecking really hard against the Bruins, which they didn't look like they were going to expect from it. So, we didn't I don't see know. It's... any, like, catastrophic shifts where it was like, that the ice had been lifted and tilted to where, you know, everything was just going the Bruins way. Like we didn't see those consistent long droughts of getting your ass handed to you, right? Like they, they were not getting consistently hammered. You know, they had obviously the Bruins had some great chances, but because the Bruins are a fantastic team. Like that's that's a great team. Um yeah. but they played as well as they possibly could have. You know, it's kind of funny, like it it, it kind of reminds you of two weeks ago where they played the Winnipeg Jets. It's almost like the team has to have some sort of storyline to get up and win and play against the team. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen The Last Dance uh, with the Michael Jordan, like the Chicago Bulls documentary. I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing, but I've seen so, enough clips of it that I've basically seen it. So Michael Jordan, being a madman, he sometimes would make up stories in his mind that somebody personally offended him so that he could go and destroy that player and score 50 points in them. The Leafs... Like Sheldon Keefe needs to hire a hypnotist to like get these guys to to, to get to down, hate a team that they ready. don't have no history with. So like when they play the Golden yeah. Knights on Tuesday, he needs to have a hypnotist to say, "Remember that time you lost to them in the Stanley Cup final in 2018?" And then they'll just be like, "Whoa, yeah, we hate these guys." I don't know. This is just me. This is just me spitballing. If no, no, GM, no, no. You. If you, I was the GM, you, we would be 80, 82 and 0. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Everybody, when they play franchise mode, is gets wins the Stanley Cup in the first year, right? Absolutely. Um, How hard could it be? Get on board, Kyle Dubas. Come on. How hard could it be? Um, yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. Right now, there is lots of history with hating Boston, and I personally hate Boston more than I probably should as an adult. But <laughs> you, you know, you 
part of that is credit to the Boston Bruins for being as good as they are yeah. for as long as they have been. Right. So absolutely. Uh, and you know, talking uh, about and let, let's let's talk just about the players on the ice for this. Obviously, we know about the whole situation behind the scenes. This is purely about the Boston players. It's almost like at this point, because those guys are not complicit in anything, but let's stay on the game. Those players, it's almost like, you know, I hate you, but God damn it, do I respect you. Like, it's almost like it's at that that point now. It's like they've had. Well, such- I don't respect Brad Marchand, but Patrice Bergeron, sure. I, I, listen, listen. The only time we- I don't hate Brad Marchand is when he plays for Team Canada. Though, right. <laughs> we, we all hate Brad That's Marchand. It. But let me tell you something, Leaf fans. If Brad Marchand was a Toronto Maple Leaf, okay, he would already have a statue on Legends Row, okay? Not even retired. He would have a, with his short self, would be, have a gold, bronze statue on Bremer. Like, you would see He would it. be the modern-day Taidomi, right? Taidomi. He would be, like, he everything. Would, he would be all of them rolled. Like, yeah. Leaf fans would worship this guy. So, yeah, he obviously does his job well. But, yes, he is quite detestable. And, of course, he had to score... In this game, because of course he did. That's what he does. Yeah. On a penalty shot, right? A penalty shot. That was. I, I mean, I, I mean, I was when I saw it. I was like, that. That was. That was. I, I was like this. Okay, fine. That was pretty nifty. That was pretty nifty. You're not just good at, you know. It was a nice shot. You're not just good at assaulting people, and psychologically assaulting them. I guess too. Uh, you're good at hockey as well. So we have to give you credit. Unfortunately for everybody else, <laughs> that is not a Boston Bruin fan. Yeah, we all hate Brad Marchand equally, I believe. One thing that I really liked about this game, and I wrote it down, like the first note, obviously I have my, my little notepad I take, well, digital notepad, and I wrote down, the Leafs, they started on time, okay? They started on time. They started the game on time. They did not hit snooze, okay? They did not do like I did and actually forget to set their alarm. Where you know you wake up and you're like, oh my, okay, well, now half my day is gone. They want. I'm always so neurotic about that. I set like three be. alarms because. Oh yeah. I hate I hate waking up late. It's like the worst feeling in the entire world. What a way to start your day. Well, the but, Leafs yeah, don't. No, they looked again. They looked great today from top to bottom. They they did everything that we've been asking them for. <clears throat> right. They started on time. They came solid defensively. They were getting in everybody's way. Nylander was pushing back. Rasmus Sandin took a boarding penalty. Not that I'm happy that he could potentially injured, you know. Yeah, don't board player. people, but hit them is good. You know, hitting them yeah, without yeah, risking absolutely. their life is good. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Ras- Rasmus Sandin had that really great reverse hit last year. I think it was against the Jets <clears throat> where somebody came up behind him and he just like hit the X button and reverse hit him. And it was beautiful. Like, I didn't know somebody that was... You know, I mean, he's what six foot one or something, but he's only like 180 pounds, which isn't a, a massive human. But he's, you know, anybody can throw their weight, I guess, if they time their hit correctly. It's like Trevor Zegers again. Just yeah, like, yeah. God, what are you mad at? I'm yeah. 150 pounds. That was fun. That was fun. Or like, look at Brad Marchand, right? Like, he's just an average sized person, but in the guy. NHL, he's considered small. But, no, he's a you know, small human. Like, he is small in person. I've seen him in per. I've seen him around oh before. really he's short like he's sort of he's like five seven five eight i somebody can go oh, and geez. check hockey db but i'm an i am a five nine person so i consider myself average um but he was so i'd seen him short a little shorter than me like he's he is all he's just all anger and hatred he's that's all he is he's not size he's yeah. just full of hatred but 
I'm taller than you. Go figure. But there's no proof of that, considering we do not stand in the same room. So there's no way to prove that's that. That's true. That's true. I'm five ten and a half, though. Just saying. Ooh. It says so in my passport, so it yeah, must I be just, true. I right? just made that up. I was just like, okay, 175 centimeters. I, I made it up when I got my license. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, it's a good thing uh, if you had your your Leafs um, tragedy bingo card, it would have said Nick Foligno would have scored the overtime goal. And uh, he did. Yeah. So nope. If nope. they got to overtime, he d- he definitely would have because it's just yeah. It's the way the well, simulation he, works, you know. Yeah. Well, and he fits on that team, right? Um, it's funny because it's anytime, anytime anybody goes to the Bruins, they are just it. Just oh, of course they are, right? Rejuvenated. And I don't, I don't know if there's another team like that in the NHL where just a, a player type is so specifically identifiable. Maybe like Philly. A few years ago, when they were just all they did was fuck you up, just bruisers, <laughs> yeah, up and well, score you, right? Yeah, and, that, and that's and that's why they, I think that's why they've been so successful. I, I think that's yeah. why I think that's why teams stay successful even when they, you know, seem to decline in talent. It's yeah. this uniform way of doing things, and I don't think the Leafs have that yet. I, I, I don't I think a lot of teams have it in the same level that like Boston and Philly well, no. do. Like, like what, what what kind of player would you say plays for Nashville? Uh, right or or player or, who wears weird, or weird Winnipeg shade of or you know San Jose or uh, Winnipeg a player who loves to beat Toronto, even though they don't. Do that's it. their Sorry. Christmas if it can happen. <laughs> that's their, their oh man, yeah. we should not be we should not be firing shots at other teams, should we? No, we live in glass house for sure. Oh, so you know we do have a fragile record. I am very, I am horrifyingly aware of that. You got to give it to us. Like, you, you know, know. <laughs> well, we gotta, we have to celebrate the dubs when we get them because they are so infrequent against teams that we yeah. want to beat and should be beating, right? Yeah, you know, I started only off only they can play that well against you know Arizona or Carolina tomorrow because things are not getting much easier for this team. No, uh, Carolina, nope. is uh. It's another team that I think is actually kind of getting that culture. You know, they're a defensive juggernaut. They're just, they're always just tough. Like, there's yeah. no easy Carolina game. They're hard game. to play against. They're Never. very skilled. No. Because yeah. everybody plays, not everybody plays the same way, but they're, they have a lot of talent. They're fast. They're good defensively. They usually have decent goaltending. You know, there's nothing, there's no glaring holes to look at, right? Like, and because it's the Leafs. I mean, if Frederick, if Frederick Anderson does draw in, he will have his best game ever. Yeah. If he does. Well, well yeah. A lot, so but a couple if they play like they did, if they play like they did tonight, then maybe they can still beat Anderson, even if he does play like, you know, <laughs> Anderson they, can. Whatever they did tonight, take it and bottle it and seal it and seal and- it. Double times. Send it to a laboratory and just. Yes, make more of it because uh, that is exactly the way they need to play if they want to do anything this season. Um, Yeah. What do you think of the. um, So is Sheldon Keefe going to be done with his random lineup generator or uh, is he just going to. His wheel of fortune. So he has, you know, with his third line, he's just going to go. That's all he does. Yep. Every game, it's like, I swear to God, one day you're going to see, like, Eric Schalgren is going to be the fourth-line center. It's just, oh, well, you know, we we, really, we like what he did in practice. He's a good defensive presence. Are we, does that mean we're going to try Brody and Net? 
I mean, that if that's what it comes to, because we don't have any goalie prospects that we have, like, oh ready God. to go. It's like baseball. Everybody's injured. Oh, everybody's it's like, injured. It's like what happens in baseball. Like, you know, you, you, I don't know if you've been to a baseball game when the uh, when a team gets absolutely destroyed. I was, there, I was there when the Blue Jays, I was at a Blue Jays game and they lost to, they were losing like 11 nothing. I picked the best team game to go to. Um, and they had um, Whit Merrifield, one of their, like, players, one of their infielders, just come in and pitch the ninth inning because they're like, well, this game is screwed anyway, so... Yeah, you know, is there why a waste there... somebody that we need? Right? Has that ever happened in any NHL history that where a, where a forward became a goalie? I, I have to know that. Like that's something that I have no idea. If anybody is some sort of wacky historian, you got to tell us that because I would love to. I would love to know that. That sounds like something that would happen in like the night in like the nineteen hundreds when they had like yeah. four teams and they played on like when they played when everybody on played every position. When they played on the pond, oh, the Hurricane Frank, you know, they talk like this. They all talk really fast. And oh, he's a, he was a forward. Now he's playing in that. <laughs> you know how those old timey. Like like old baseball commentators. You know, it's like, well, he's not talking like, and uh, yeah, I don't know why. They, I don't know why they talked like that back then. I, mean, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. It's not totally. It's, I don't talk funny at all. Yeah. But um, one thing about the lineup generator, the random lineup generator is that um, why did they leave Nick Roberts? Why are they leaving Nick Robertson off the, li- the lineup? Because the last time we had a win, he was the reason why we had the win, okay? Yeah. Um, I don't get it um, why you have this guy who's, you know, clearly a very talented player and, you know, somebody you definitely want are investing a lot of your developmental resources into. Why is he in the press box? Because eventually, with the way the salary cap is, with the way this team is built, you're going to have to shuttle guys out and you got to shuttle him in. And is he going to be ready to take on a role where someone like Michael Bunting is going to be gone, for example, or Kerfoot's going to be gone? You know, I'm just I'm just dealing with the team one injury at a time at this point, <laughs> honestly. But he's like, not even injured. Like, Why is he not is, in the lineup? <clears throat> is Shelgren going to play tomorrow? I, I I would imagine so. Maybe. I guess he has to. Is he going to play on Tuesday against Vi- Jack Eichel and his Vegas Golden Knights? Uh, you know, if you listen closely, oh, the, by God, that's Michael Hutchinson's music. He's back. No. You know it. You just, you know that Dubis was on his phone. He's just like, Kelly McCrimmon, Vegas, seventh yeah. round pick. Yep. You know, you know what's going to happen. Dubis just, he just, he's just like, Hutchie, he's calling him. It's like that Simpsons meme with Barney ending back up inside of Moe's bar. Yep. Yep. That's exactly it. That's, that's exactly yep. it. I like the Simpsons yep. reference there. Um, either yeah. that, or if anybody in the chat, ha- does anybody play a beer league goalie? Um, if you do, I would urge you to refresh your indeed page because you may see Toronto Maple Leafs, MLSE goaltender come on there because well, was it last year that they had to use like a goaltender, like an 18 year old for me? And I don't like, remember his name. York I think he was, or U of T? I think it was U of T. And if, and, um, I think he was literally studying for midterms on the bench. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this—that's a hilarious situation. Like, I mean, how do you? I mean, I guess they have a contract free at this point, so I'm guessing they could go and find somebody, call up a retired what? goalie. I don't know. Who are you gonna call? Tuka Rask. Done. Do it. Do it. Make it another all franchise right. mode move. <laughs> Make it all right. Okay. Turn it around. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. You can make it all right. You know, you lose your goalie to Boston. He comes in, okay, wins the Vesna, 
wins us the Stanley Cup, and all curses are erased. Forever. We call Hank. We're like, hey, I know you work for the Rangers now and forever, but like, what if just for like a couple weeks you come play without red on your jersey and just play for the Leafs? What? A, what? Wh- Imagine that. What a snazzy, that would be well-dressed wild. man that he he is. What a snazzy. That's probably the, that would probably be like the best goalie to call up of recent times, other than Tuca. Tuca would be good. I just want legendary it. prospect Tuca Rask. If. Because because I'm convinced that being a Leaf fan is a simulation. That's the only way to beat the simulation. It's like it has to come full. Is that circle. what it is? You see, is that what it is? Yeah, I feel like I'm on a conspiracy theory podcast right now. It's like you know, yeah. Something about the microphone in my face just makes me want to say wild stuff. But in that, we um, yeah, we need a goalie, <laughs> and I think it might have to be yeah. an e-bug. Well, gotta- I guess it depends, right? Because if it's just. If he just hyperextended it, then he might, then, you know, Samsonov might be out like a week or two. Yeah. So that's yeah. We're, we're more injuring games this guy than we want because, him to be. But. Yeah, we're, we're injuring this guy more than he has to be. But um, I don't imagine he'll play tomorrow. I mean, I think he was going to play tomorrow anyway. So. Yeah. Hopefully. He just got a warm up today, I guess. Right. And like, he did great in the whole third period. He, there was a couple times where the pucks got so close to the net and I was I was positive. I was standing up. My wife was telling me to get out of the way because I was standing in front, literally just like this, being like, "There, there's no way that they're going to be able to win this right now." Like you stood like a dad watching just, the news. You stood yeah, like my, my yeah, dad watching yeah. the news. Just I, all like, I was missing was like the the snack shake. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the handful of snack just to <laughs> sit there. Just, just hands behind the back. Actually, that's the one. Yeah, no, that's a that's going to be the Achilles heel because. Obviously, Samsonov has been, like, the story of the season. Um, yeah, he's been great. And if, if we didn't have him, like, they would be, like, maybe, like, two wins. Like, they might have two or two or three wins at this point. Like, they would be yeah. absolutely um, screwed right now if they did not have yeah. one Ilya Samsonov. And, uh, yeah, we have to hope – we hope he has smile. We hope he finds smile again. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, like – I mean, this is sort of a, I don't want to say a long shot because obviously he's still under contract and everything, but Murray got injured on what, like the 15th retroactive to the 12th. I think he played one game. Yeah. And got yeah. Hurt. Well, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, so, it was a weekend after the first And we're game. now into November, right? So, and he has to miss at least 10 games and that was game 11 that we just played. Like so depending on, game. so depending on how he's, yeah, exactly. Depending on how he's feeling, maybe he's coming back sooner rather than later. We just don't know yet. I know he's been warming up. There's been lots of videos yeah. of him warming up and and not in practice, but you know, on the ice. And yeah, I know it's like, you know, I heard that on the broadcast. It's just you know, we we hear about players warming up for a long time. I feel like there's such a big gap between actually skating and getting into practice and then getting into game shape, right? Like I think that's. There's probably so many steps that we're not privy to and yeah. just not knowledgeable well, enough about the anatomy to do, but yeah. Well, and you have to wonder, like, I mean, L- Timothy Lilligren played tonight coming off of a conditioning stint with the Marlies, and he looked he looked really good tonight. Yeah. He looked really good. And, you know, Jordy Ben is still down there, so I would assume that if Murray was considering coming back that they would give him a similar opportunity, right? Especially if Shelgren is going to be playing as the Leafs starter while there's all these injuries, right? Oh my gosh, that's 
it's very daunting to think about the games that are coming up this week. Yeah. What games are coming up? We have uh, Carolina. I have, it as my, I have it as my background. So uh, let's see. We have Carolina tomorrow, Vegas on Tuesday, and then Pittsburgh, and then the Canucks, and then Pittsburgh again. Easy win against the Canucks. You heard it here first. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. There's no easy wins. I just wanted because we have you know. Shout out to our game over staff there, but you know we just have to. Yeah, the game to, out, the game out, fa- the game over family out out west. We have Much to. Much love uh, to you guys. But uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's it's uh, it's gonna be a gauntlet, and uh, that's yeah. Hey, you never it's know. Not maybe be fun. Maybe it's a Tom Brady situation where his you know his his the understudy takes over and becomes a superstar. And um, that's the next story of the Leafs season. Like, l- listen. I, Keith I'm, Petrozelli when they sign him to a contract tomorrow. <laughs> listen, listen, that's what we it, The only way it's going to happen with this team is something wild. I told you, it's got to be, we have to beat the simulation. All right. It just seems like the simulation is getting more and more outlandish every year. It's not even like it's, it's too much. It just seems a bit outlandish. Now, again, we did win tonight. Let's yeah. not, let's not forget that. We're, we're damaged Leafs and fans. We, we have to wins. find the negatives. We like wins, right? And if you like this video, click like and subscribe. But we like wins in this family, in this Leafs fandom family that we unfortunately are all cousins to. Right? It's a very, uh, it's very, it's a very hard, trauma-inducing family, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and somehow the one we chose to be a part of, right? But yeah, I, then we get to celebrate wins like this. Like that felt. That felt like a good win. I can't believe we won two one. Leafs don't win two one games against anybody ever. Let, let alone the Bruins. Let, let alone the Bruins. The, well, let alone the, the Bruins when their goalie goes out and doesn't start the third. Right? Like, yeah. You know that was. I was saying it before. Like, this was. I was saying like this game was like the litmus test. Like this one. This one game was really important. Like to see because okay, whatever. You go home versus Philly. I think everybody anticipated they were going to win that game just by the vibes of it all. But, you know, this is the team that's, like, dunked on you for years and years and years. Almost a decade. Almost a decade. Coming up on a decade, actually. Um, yeah. But they've dunked on you for years and years and years. The team is, you know, the core is hanging on by a thread. They've just been, you know, it's they've been through it. It feels you know, like it has a time bomb attached to it. Yes. And we don't know how long is left on the on the. So I said, you know, this was the one. I think this, if they came out and they came out flat and like lost three nothing, got shut out, this was the one. I think this one would have been like the final public pantsing that would have been needed to make something would have happened for sure. Especially if it was really like, if it was a really bad loss where they just like last Saturday's loss, like if it was that loss. Yeah. Now they weren't playing like they were playing well in the third, but they took so many penalties again in the third, which they have to stop doing. They've been doing that all season is like with 10 minutes left in the game, taking two penalties. Oh, yeah. Awful. That that looked like a a situation that looked like it was going to be, it was going to really start to turn the tide, but they Cameron Gilmore in the chat. Petrozelli, six foot six, very tall. The next monster. Ooh, that's a big boy. I didn't that know is, he was that. That big. is a. That is not a small human being. Yeah, you know that's he's uh, tall, so he must stop everything. I, hey, you know what, Jonas Gustafsson? That's that's all it takes. We should just get the guy that plays the mountain to just stand in front of the goal, 
But yeah, really crazy. I, I always wondered like what, like why they have like why nobody's kind of thought of that. I guess there's probably a good reason. I guess you have to be able to skate and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, like there is a different level of athleticism. Just, like just don't don't get me wrong, he's a bodybuilder and like won the world's strongest man multiple years in a row. But that doesn't mean he's specifically agile, right? <laughs> I don't know. He 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 cut a horse in half in the first season, so he's pretty he's pretty agile. Um, and then rip somebody's head, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yes. That was that was right. that was really disturbing. Um yeah, so they get Keith Petrozelli, they do like Millhouse, they tie him to the posts, and you're good. That's the solution. Is that the solution? That's it. I'll s- play. They if they call me, I'll I'll come play for you guys. Blow harder. You know, like I'll I'll just, take one for the team and I'll just put me in, coach. Yeah. Well I'll take, I'll take care of it. Don't even worry about it. Don't yeah, so it. yeah, that was uh again, as good a performance as we could have asked for uh, coming up on this Saturday night, really, you know, it, it, it really helped uh, kind of like, it could be a situation where it is a catalyst type game. Yeah. Could be, you know, we don't know. It could be the team. turning point, right? We had that last, we had that last year too, where we, where we had a terrible October and then, you know, all of a sudden November, we yeah. went what, like 11 and two. Yeah, if it's if it's any game that's going to be a catalyst, it's that one. It had all the elements. Hockey all Night Canada against Boston, where Boston has not. I think they showed a statistic on the on the Sportsnet thing earlier in on the intermission, where they've they've lost they've been behind the other team for like twelve percent of all of the games so far combined, and they were behind the Leafs for what, like fifty five of the sixty minutes today. It was yeah. crazy. Like it was a great. They're. I'm so proud of them. Like that's my boys over there. Like that's yeah. that's what we. And this is this is this is the worst part about the Leafs is that we all know that they're capable of this. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. that's why we're all so frustrated and like screamy on the inside because we know that they're capable. And then sometimes they're just like, ah! and it's all we want to do is claw our face skin off and what was just. That? All we want to do is like claw our faces off and oh. no, and- the sound you made. I was like, sorry, the sound you made. They were like, ah, yeah, yeah. I so don't wanna, yeah, I, I mean, don't scare the cats. So. <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, if it, it's like, we hope it's not a mirage in the desert. It's an actual thing, you know, things that happen. So let's let's hope we're turning the corner right let's hope that this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship between all of the boys this year <laughs> between victory and the leafs a beautiful friendship yeah absolutely so what's the chat what's the chat saying down there let's see oh i just turned my phone off give me one second i do not want to pay for youtube premium stop asking me uh yeah we could call him the mountain bring back nick antropov that would work Hey, Nick Antropov. Called the Zamboni driver. Does Nick David Ayer still work as the Zamboni driver? It's a good Do we question. know that? I should ask my sources. I have sources. You should. Do you have people? I got people at the Marlies. Ask um, your people. I'll ask my people. Uh, uh, Nick Antropov actually lives in... Nick Antropov's actually in the area. He's he, he's always an alumni at Leafs games there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few of them that are always there. Yeah. I went, when I Yeah. When I went to... Uh, I went to a whole like all of the Leafs tailgates last year for the playoffs, literally all of them. And I'm sorry, seeing no, it it was great. It was I I still have the videos saved on my phone and everything because it it makes me happy when you I would have seen exactly. me on stage. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you were the person that hit me in the chest with the t shirt. That was great. 
I got the crap scared out of me last year at the playoffs because someone must have like thrown a t-shirt and it like pelted me in the chest. It was like the funniest thing. It was like that shot from Platoon at the end when Willem Dafoe gets shot and he just falls yeah, down. Yeah, no, yeah, knowing me, it probably was me. So sorry. No, that's okay, man. Thanks for the t-shirt. I appreciate it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So, so game tomorrow. Game tomorrow. It's not us. Game it's tomorrow. Harnish and Armand will be taking care of that. Um, yep. And Harnish for the rest of the season has told us that he's going to wear a banana suit for the rest of the season. Oh my um, god, that's guaranteed. It's it's kind of written into his contract at this point. So uh, yeah, Harnish, if you're listening, you must wear that banana suit. Um, yep. Because it was funny, and it was it it it, it was. And if you guys look back, it was the Anaheim loss, the the horrific loss. Um, it really it really helped uh, set the tone. The so sad banana. The, the sad, sad banana. banana. Well, maybe he'll that's- be a happy banana. You know. Maybe it'll be a banana split. Who knows? All right. I'll be laughing so hard. Yeah. So that's it. I think we're running out of time here. So yeah. Fans, make make sure you like and subscribe. I'm sorry, I cut you off there, but I guess no, I'll take it. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah. Make sure you hit smash that like button. Hit subscribe. Tell all your friends. Tweet about it. You know, if you missed it, you missed the stream. It's going to be on YouTube. We're going to be tweeting out the podcast. It's because it's going to be all on your on favorite Spotify. podcast. Apple Music. All yep. the, I think Google as well. Um, I don't know the other At ones some point, yeah. very well. But follow us. My name is Fuad underscore sports on all the socials. My name is Lauren. I am Lauren in the Six on Twitter. And uh, thanks for coming out, guys. And thanks. We will see you tomorrow. Leafs beat the Bruins 2-1 to make the beginning of November a beautiful thing. Hear that? You heard it here first. Everything is going to be fine. We're going to go 11 and 2 again. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's fine. It's all going to be great. It's fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be all fine. It's fine. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great night, everybody.